Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Jingle My Bells, book four in the Bayou Boys series by Chris Cox. It's December and we're kicking off the holiday season the only way we know how, me and Shane butchering a New Orleans accent. Welcome to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called Jingle My Bells, uh, book four in the Bayou Boys series by Chris Cox. Uh, you guys, how you doing? It's, that's, it's December now. It's Christmas time. Time for some holiday cheer. Got a whole freaking month, presumably, of holiday books coming up. Um, but before we get into that, how was your Thanksgiving? What'd you guys do? I had a lovely Thanksgiving. Yeah. What'd you do? You have a turkey? Big moist turkey? Oh, yeah. How was it prepared? Deep fried? Roasted? Uh, Oven. Okay. Normal? (laughs) Hot? Gotcha. Warm. It's still warm by the time we did. Still warm. It was good. Good time, you know, hanging. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I, yeah, don't go into too much detail. Leave a little mystery. Mace, uh, Macy's Day Parade, uh, <laughs> dog parade. show, top of the line parade. That fucking dog Claire won again, man. I'm Claire. I, I don't know why that dog keeps winning. It's not. Um, a, it's not a good looking dog. It's, a, right, you know it's a wolfhound, right? I don't know. My dad said it looked like a stray. Best looking dog there is. I I think. I didn't like it. I didn't Claire. care for it. Especially winning two years in a row seems like bullshit. That is fucked up. That's politics. There's there's stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody's sucking off the judges, <laughs> and it might be it might be Claire. Uh, okay, well, yeah, fuck Claire. Got that on the record. Um, uh, Macy's Day Parade. That was a beautiful parade. I woke up just in time to see the last half hour. Saw I Kelly. Ro- all of it. Saw, I saw Kelly Rowland and I saw Santa, who are the two most important people to me. So that's all I needed. Great. <laughs> favorite float. Favorite balloon. Oh, I did. I didn't really, you know. I don't Ganesh, really. I tune balloon. out for the balloons. Oh, <laughs> you're, a fl- you're, a, you're a float man only. Or you just like the, the mar- I like the marching bands. Yes, because I like the big drums and horns. <laughs> they had this new type of balloon that had like people controlling. They, they, got, a it was new, like a, they got a new type of balloon. Yeah, dude. It's like a reindeer, and <laughs> they had people. They had people moving its legs and it moving its head, so it looked like it was like real. It was uh-uh. kind of cool. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't like that's devil's work. I also like Sonic. All right. Yeah. Sonic's good. Classic yeah. balloon. Ganesh, I know what you're talking about. I saw that deer. It took too many people to operate. It took me out of it. It's like 40 people moving this deer around. Uh-uh. Go back to the workshop with that new balloon. That's what I think. Get it down to one, one guy. I want one guy <laughs> inside the balloon so I don't even have to see him. Controlling like a, it like a puppet. Like a Gundam. Yeah. Like a Gundam? So it's just... Yeah, I'll you know what I'll I'll tune into the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade when they unveil the Thanksgiving Gundam. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. Here it is, folks. The Radio City Rockets are introducing the Gundam. <laughs> it's a huge, it's a huge rocket just kicking over street signs and knocking over buildings. Ah, control it! They like have to. They it's like Cloverfield. They have to come and nuke the city to get the Gundam to calm down. Ah, oh, boy. Can't wait for that. All right. So we got the morning of Thanksgiving out of the way. <laughs> How about uh so UK Shane's on record as saying his turkey was fine. Sides well, nothing I, to write know, home I, about. I slept in a little bit because I was up late the night before with uh oh with uh, one of our hosts here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not me. I was in central Virginia. You two were in the much more hip and happening northern Virginia. Just a little uh local fun at the watering hole. What's what? Where'd you guys go to the Applebee's late night? What do they got up there? TGI Fridays. 
when went to one spot and they started flicking the lights at 11 30 p.m being like last call and then what'd you do you said then we that. went to another bar we went out and we then they started flicking the lights like an hour later and they were like last call they're like tomorrow's thanksgiving guys we'd really like to go home and be with our families <laughs> and you're like no another jaeger bomb <laughs> all right well it sounds like you guys had a great thanksgiving what about you it was pretty good you know turkey one just one turkey well cooked warm <laughs> had some stuffing potatoes sweet potatoes what were the table politics like is everyone on their best behavior <laughs> we don't talk about that yeah everybody's on their best behavior after years of blowouts i just had to accept that everybody around me was unvaccinated so that was a real mind uh fuck but you know we made it through everything was okay watched some football called it a night at like 7 30 our thanksgivings end early every year everybody's out the door by like seven you guys i was talking to you shane and you're like we're about to eat i was like everybody's already gone from my place we were done with dessert you eat other stuff throughout the day yeah we yeah. started we started tums. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah and each loads up on tums with a shot glass of pepto-bismol uh-huh <laughs> i was so, eating salami at like 10 a.m dude i remember i woke up to you telling us about all the salami you were eating i was like it's a little early for salami my friend but i guess if there's any day to indulge it's thanksgiving day well yeah that was a good day i wish every day was thanksgiving because i don't have to work and all the food's free <laughs> what else we got what else is new nothing that's basically it right what are you asking santa for oh boy um a bb gun and a baseball cap what about you uh peace on earth <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ganesh. Oh, you do, you do, you do, yeah, what do you what do you ask Santa for? Well, what are you what are you about to ask if I celebrate Christmas? <laughs> no, I know you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I you like the presents, okay? Uh-huh. Who doesn't? You like the spiral ham. I know you. I do like a Virginia honey baked ham. <laughs> Catch this man with a big ham. That's what he's asking Santa for. Bring me a ham tonight <laughs> for dinner. A brined ham. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what are you going to get, Ganesh? What do you want? I'm asking for a couple doobies. Okay. And All right. <laughs> nasty. Nasty boy. Naughty boy. Get and, this man uh, cold. I'd like another fog machine. Yeah. And Santa's not Jerry Garcia. <laughs> and I also want a VHS of Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> and I guess if there's time, world peace. There's not. You're out there's of time. Not, there's never going to be time for that. No. Well, that sounds like a good holiday. Yeah, I got no plans, really. I'll be here. I'm not going anywhere. I took my one trip to Virginia. Can't leave now because Santa's going to hear this recording and uh, he's coming there. I can't leave now because we've been a naughty country and Santa gave us the uh, Omicron variant or whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) We got a proverbial coal in our stockings for this holiday (laughs) in the form of another worldwide pandemic. Was that uh, two years in a row? Man. (laughs) Oh, man. Santa, come on. Santa. (laughs) Looking forward to something nice. But you take it. You know, you got to take it. No quarter from Santa. All right. Well, that's it. That's uh, that's what we're doing for the holidays. feels like, you know what? We, I could use a pep in my step. It feels like we're all a little tired from Thanksgiving. We're still full of turkey. I'm ready for perhaps a book in the Bayou Boys series. Uh, I don't know if you have one handy. Anish, maybe Jingle My Bells by Chris Cox. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing more about this. Do you have a synopsis of this book we could hear? Holidays are a time for happiness, right? Well, not just everyday happiness, but extra special bordering on manic happiness. So what happens if you can't dredge up those holiday feelings of being deliriously overjoyed that your friends, family, and most of all, your lover expects from you? Oh, man, that's right on the nose. Right around this turn of season, I start being so overjoyed. I just start banging my head on everything, (laughs) running around (laughs) Mm -hmm. nude. Yeah. Knocking yep. stuff over. Shane's Christmas stains. There's blood all over the walls. That's why you know it's that time of the year. Stain. Stain Burklow. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, that's when yeah, that's when Shane goes from Shane to Stain. That's how you know the holiday season's uh, near. <laughs> the month of Stain. <laughs> December 26th comes and he comes out of his days. He looks around at the hell he has wrought upon his apartment. After my first blood smear, I go, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the modern day ho, ho, ho. If you're Sean Delahunt, <laughs> sorry, no, this, is this December is off to a menacing start from Let's Stop There. You sacrifice to give your lover what he wants most. 
a trip home to New Orleans. No, even no, good old Orleans. No, no, even when you feel <laughs> shredded by razor sharp pains in your soul every time you think of returning to the Crescent City Ooh. and all the heartache you've tried so hard to escape. Sorry, it's croissant. City. <laughs> I cannot I cannot return to the croissant city, sir. <laughs> Sorry, this is gonna be one of those episodes. I <laughs> yeah, apologize in advance. Just can't help it. You got a lot of pent up energy. I do. I'm just I don't know. We have, I haven't read to you in a couple weeks. I mean <laughs> yeah, you haven't, I haven't interrupted I've, anyone in a couple you weeks. You know, you're right. You haven't read to me, so I haven't been sleeping well. I need my story before bed. And I'm all riled for the last couple of weeks because I haven't had my uh my soothing voice in my ear. Yeah, sorry. If we read a book called The Bayou Boys Book Four, how the hell am I not supposed to talk in that voice? And then Shane indulges me, he gets into it. Yeah. Cafe Dumont. Cafe uh, Dumont. <laughs> great place. But you know what? Powdered sugar is not for me. I try, what? I try. Can't do it. It's delicious. This boy it gets everywhere. I choke on it and I cough and then it sprays off the item <laughs> all over my pants. Off the item. I'll take a fresh item. Uh, extra powdered sugar, please. I'm just saying, whether it's beignets or funnel cake, I just think item is an appropriate term. <laughs> Give me whatever item comes with the most powdered sugar, if you please. Cafe Dumont. <laughs> Starting hot. Too hot. Knowing Rusty is ecstatic to be going home for the holidays, Sean unsuccessfully tries to be of good cheer, driving himself farther from finding his own happy place and farther from his longtime lover, Rusty Duchesne. 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 Uh oh. That's a Bayou boy if I ever saw one. Rusty has devoted his whole life to making Sean happy, but this time, this time Rusty's going home. But home isn't the same as when he left so many months ago. Or maybe he's just not the same boy who left to make his own home in Boston with Sean. The boys. Bye, you boys. All right. That's it, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm 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 appropriately excited for this. I need to get my hands dirty. You know what I'm saying? And powdered sugar. What's the over under of a uh, Santa popping up in this one? <laughs> Over under of well, like it was like zero point five, <laughs> zero point five Santas is the line. I'm going under <laughs> with zero Santas. Damn, I don't know, man. You think Santa's popping up in Jingle My Bells in the Bayou I, in that coat? Ooh, that's gonna be hot. It's gonna be riding a gator. Yeah, Santa crash lands in the swamps. Commandeers a gator. I went to New Orleans for New Year's one time. Nolines, and you could not get away wearing a Santa's coat. Oh, it's <laughs> that is a faux pas, sir. Too warm. It's a muggy place even in the winter. I bet. No, you'd look like a fool walking around in a Santa's coat almost anywhere on earth, but especially in New Orleans, the croissant city. New Orleans is hilarious, man. Because like the French Quarter, it's like Times Square, but for like Southerners. Mm. It's just like. <laughs> There's one thing I think could improve Times Square. It's a shit ton of Southern people. gross shit just with like everyone from under the Mason-Dixon line and... They host the streets off every night, though, so that's really nice. Yeah, them. They don't do that up here, do they? I was going to say, I'll tell you that. They don't hose down Times Square enough. So, <laughs> hey, props to them. Hats off to the the fine folks down in Nolens. Yeah, I'd like to go. We were supposed to go for your bachelor party, and then the damned COVID didn't allow yeah. it to happen. We'll get down there one day, fellas. Hell yeah, hit the French Quarter. Cafe, Cafe Dumont. Meet up with the Bayou boys, have some beignets. Jingle some bells if I'm allowed. Okay. Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's jump in now to the first page of Jingle My Bells, book four in the Bayou Boys series by Chris Cox with an X. <laughs> Sorry, but wouldn't the X be implied? Otherwise, it's just cocks like. Yeah, dick. I just want to. I just want to uh, make sure everybody's on the same page. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas to finally begin. This is the start of the season, right here, folks. This is how I know when Christmas is coming. When Ganesh reads me the first words of our first holiday book, and this month it's Jingle My Bells. Bayou Boys Book Four. 
this is the one of the few books I have to read that series name too because it just it really I love it. The Bayou Boys, book four by Chris Cox. Let's hear it, Ganesh. Page one. Chapter one. Friday before Christmas, almost. So close. From the back of the choir row, Rusty listened to Sean. Choir? What did I say? <laughs> choir? Rusty listened to Sean along with the tenor and soprano section sing the me- melody line. Count two, three, four. He took a breath and hit the bass line along with the other six guys next to him, smiling at the rich blended harmony. Damn. It's like the oh. pentatonics. My God. Imagine hitting that smooth bass line with your boys and just locking eyes. Ain't nothing better. Oh. Ain't nothing better. Better than sex, they say. Have we ever harmonized lately? Not on purpose. <laughs> no. In fact, the theme of this podcast is disharmony. Uh, we could try harmonizing. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You guys didn't look like you were a game. Nah, I didn't want to do it. That's fine. Christmas music made the holiday season seem more real than any lights dripping from roof eaves or animated Santa's crowding store displays. They had had the Christmas spirit at their house for a while now since he and Sean have been practicing their parts at home as well as at choir practice. <laughs> choir, you goddamn rube. <laughs> Sorry, choir practice ever since the Sunday after Halloween. They have what? Halloween's over. Time to start practicing that funky bass line from Oh Holy Night. Music wasn't all that <laughs> put cheer in their holiday. The plane tickets home for Christmas topped the fa-la-la-la-las by far. Home for Christmas. <laughs> Sounded like you wanted a response there. They left room for reaction. I don't really understand what's going on. Home for Christmas. Rusty could hardly wait. An elbow in he ribs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you... Is this just poor? Is this poorly edited? Or are you having a stroke? What's happening? <laughs> I'm reading what's on the page. All right, that is your and that's an your elbow in his ribs. <laughs> the blessing and a fault of yours. Just reads what's on the page. An elbow in his ribs reminded him to pay attention as the score got tricky. While the Unity Church Choir was open to anyone, whether he could sing or not, the Christmas cantata, 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 the Christmas cantata was special. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of stumbles here <laughs> at the beginning of Jingle My Bells that I was not anticipating. I'll get better. It doesn't sound like it's all you. It's so earnest. I believe it. Yeah, you'll get better. I believe that you'll try. I haven't read anything in a couple of weeks either. That's, there you right. Go. That's right. You're stretching your stretch, stretching your legs again, getting those reading muscles back in tip top shape. They sold tickets for donations, raising money for the teen youth shelter the church sponsored. So Rusty was putting more than just grins and giggles into this one when he could keep his mind on where he was instead of where he was going to be home, home for Christmas. He bounced on his toes in time to the music, then readied himself for the last measure, right, the do, grand finale. You're doing too much, Rusty. Chill with the bounce. At the music director's pointed cue, he let his voice crescendo bigger <laughs> and bigger, letting out all the joy he had barely been able to contain as the backdrop of a star brighter than a supernova descended behind them. Damn. Can we get that, uh, like, that as audio right here? <laughs> Can you summon the audio like a of sound bite. a man crescendoing with a be- beautiful star emerging behind him? That's like, could you? That's that's the dream right there. That's you're on top of the world in that moment. It doesn't get any better than that. It dwarfs the birth of your first child when you're up there hitting that crescendo with that star. Feels like you're in heaven. As the bottom tip came to rest, just inches above his head, the director made the motion to end. Their voices halted. The church lights went out. And they were left with the remembrance of song in the glow of that burning star. Wow. Beautiful prose. Shivers shook him at the beauty of it all. The all was big enough to keep him still and silent while the congregation filed out in the glowing darkness. Yeah, he was in the Christmas spirit. Locked and loaded. Man, (laughs) what a Thursday. (laughs) I'm chock full of it today. Christmas spirit oozing out of me. Now, Sean, Sean felt the last of the notes fade into the woodwork. This was good. If everything else in this much dreaded holiday season went to hell, tonight would make up for it. In this one shining moment, surrounded by darkness cut by a fake star's glow, 
He felt okay in his own skin. He felt accepted, no pretending to be someone else required. Home. This was his home, this church, this city. He craned his neck, looking up at Rusty, barely able to see him in the dimness of the choir. Okay, don't act like it's a, a like, where weird for pronouncing you, a choir. Has, you've never heard of a choir before? Is that new new concept for you? I don't say it a whole lot. I don't say a lot of words a whole lot, but I still nail them when they come out of my mouth. Well, that's the <laughs> difference between you and me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I need to say it a few times to get the hang of it. Choir. 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 I need to say it into a microphone with two guys listening. <laughs> and I'll nail it. got stage fright. Sean had never felt so safe, so comfortable, like he really fit. He made a point of remembering this moment, this feeling. He would pull it out and relive it whenever he needed to. Needing to was inevitable. Returning to New Orleans. <laughs> to Rusty's family. Apologies to everyone in New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. Rusty's family was his extended unofficially adoptive family. Substitute for his sister, his mother, and his father. Who no longer claimed him as son or brother. Damn. Brutal. Movement started around Sean. The swish of heavy choir robes brushing past <laughs> right, now you're, now too, too, hit, hit the choir too hard on that one it's fine you'll get it soon it'll sound natural after the fifth or sixth time as so many choir members stopped to pat him on the shoulder and tell him good job reminded him of where he was reminded him of how much he was valued loved and included as one of theirs well this is nice this is the first nice thing we ever read on this show this makes me feel good let's fuck it up by saying some awful shit he smiled as Mr. Miller gave him a strong hug. Mrs. Miller added her equally warm kiss to the cheek. Consciously, he visualized letting the warmth seep in to fill the empty place that had been so cold ever since his father had kicked him out. Someday, he would let himself fully believe the hugs and handshakes, the kisses and kindness from people. He was working hard at it, working hard on trusting, not keeping himself so guarded, not hiding behind his shyness, not hiding behind Rusty. Ready? Rusty put his hand on Sean's shoulder. Sean nodded, returning Rusty's happy grin with the brightest smile he could muster. Instead of dropping his hand, Rusty squeezed, giving Sean a steadiness he leaned into. What's wrong? Oh, just coming down from the nerves. Oh, it was perfect. That star. Rusty grinned. That big, bright star. <laughs> that star got me. I like how these Bayou boys are sticking together. They got each other's backs. They're good boys. Yeah. The four-part harmony they'd done a cappella with two other choir members had been making Sean's stomach churn for days, especially the part where Sean sang solo for four measures. But now it was over. Relief as much as pride had him saying, oh, it did turn out pretty well, didn't it? <laughs> oh, more than pretty well. I can't wait to see the video. That's how we talk after the podcast. Oh, yeah, we nailed it. <laughs> I say words good. great the first time I say them. I, I nailed it. Uh. <laughs> I could read again. <laughs> All right. Let's stop there. Relax. All right. I'm relaxed. That was touching. I almost feel like what's the conflict going to be in this book? Well, we immediately love the characters. So if they're in harm's way, then I'm ready to kill whoever gets in their way. I'm going to kill. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm gonna kill. To kill. Even if it's Santa Claus himself, I'll yeah. kill him. I mean this in the nicest way possible. This book has me ready to kill. I'm thirsty for blood <laughs> and I want to, I want to see the life drain out of somebody's eyes. who wants to harm my Bayou boys. Um, Man. Merry Christmas. Sounds like you're becoming a stain too. Oh, yeah, it rubs off on you. The stain attitude is contagious. Can we just say, I think you're working on a membership for Stain Nation. Stain Nation? Could be. You're Stain Berkeley and I'm Austain Hannah. And we're about to go Ooh. hog wild on this city, painting it red with our blood. Uh, our own blood. Our own no blood. one else's. Yep. All right. That's enough out of us ruining this beautiful book. Um, let's jump ahead to the next section of Jingle My Bells Bayou Boys Book Four by Chris Cox. some kind of conflict but everything was just pitch perfect in that first page i want something bad to happen to the bayou boys so they can overcome and perhaps even have a stronger relationship by the end of the book two words for you hmm doug grinch <laughs> could you imagine 
the plot device in this book is the Grinch. <laughs> the Bayou boys were shocked to find a big hairy green man stealing the <laughs> presents out from under their tree. What's the Grinch's deal anyway? Is he like a pervert? Like, what's his problem? What? The Grinch. He was a who. He why grew is, up in Whoville. Why is he And they like rejected that? him. What's his lineage? Just Genealogy. Green. He was, uh, they didn't like, they treated him differently because he looked different. He said, yeah. he, I mean, he, it's a story about bigotry, dude. Yeah. It's about how bigotry turns you into a, an, a, a mean guy who takes it out on everybody else. I don't know. Well, that's not the way I, that's not what I got but out of it. But then once they all say, come to our Christmas it's party. It's a redemption story. It is. And by the end, he's the hero, right? All right, whatever. Enough. You don't have to talk about the plot of the Grinch. I was just curious what his deal was. His heart was small, then it got big. I do recall that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So big. Probably exploded. Probably died. <laughs> yeah, he died. Elephant heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that disease that those big ass NBA players have. <laughs> oh thyroid, thyroid out of control. These guys keel over when they're 38. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. I just uh, returned all the presents to Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Get this man into the ER now. All right. Enough out of me for 30 seconds. Sean. Once again, Rusty slapped his palm against the bathroom door and plastered his ear back to the unyielding wood, hoping to hear more than water running, splashing, groaning, anything, but nothing. Something was wrong. Taking a dump he in could there? feel it in his bones. <laughs> you dumping? Sean. Sean, you dumping? Answer me. You dumping? Rusty eyed the door. What are you saying? You dumping, Sean? Sean, you dumping in there? Give me two knocks if you're dumping. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> All right. I'll leave you alone. Rusty eyed the door, wondering how much it would cost to replace after he put his foot through it. The water stopped. The pipes squealing like they always did. Are you Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I was dumping. John didn't sound fine. But then he was muffled by the door. Damn. Rusty knew Sean wasn't fine. He even knew what would make Sean all better, but he couldn't do it. Couldn't say it. Stuck to the refrigerator door, the piece of paper with their airline barcode bent all meant more than Sean's distress right now. Rusty buried his face in his hands. He was being so selfish. But wasn't it his turn? Wasn't it his turn to get his way? He had moved all the way from... New Orleans to Boston, giving up a career that had just started to take off. I'm saying that all the time to everybody. Isn't it my turn to get my way? <laughs> you are saying that. And no, it's not. <laughs> Man, this guy's so nervous. He's dumping a bunch of beef and cheddars down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to go back to New Orleans. I gotta dump it out. All he wanted to do was fucking go home for Christmas. Was that too much to ask? Did you dropping the F-bomb in there, dude? It's that's in a, there, that's, dude. That's, that's, nuh-uh. It's in the All book, right. dude. Show it to the screen. Hold it up. You show it to the screen. Fuck the drama. Fuck the counselor warning him that Sean would need some TLC through this critical time. Fuck it all. He was going home. He needed to go home. He needed to feel his mama's hugs. His daddy's too. <laughs> Needed to have his belly full of oyster dressing. He could only get once a year from his mama's kitchen. Okay, he lost me on that one. I like the hugs, but oyster dressing. Yeah. That's how they do it in the bayou. A lot of shucking in the fall season. <laughs> shucking with brother. my mama. And needed his brothers to tackle him in the middle of the living room floor, piling on like a litter of puppies, even though they're all too old for that kind of thing. <laughs> That's the bayou boy way. Just like a puppy brawl rolling right. around. I need a belly full of oyster dressing so all my brothers can pile on me, squeeze it out of me. Needed to feel like the loved and protected little brother again instead of the failure that couldn't find a steady job. He needed this more than Sean needed. Oh, shit. All he had to do was say they weren't going. No airplane. No chance to run into Sean's family. No Sean feeling like he was on the outside looking in. Just safe and sound in their own little world apart with plenty of invitations uh, to dinner from friends who would do their breasts. Their best to make <laughs> you're, you're, you're like barely hanging on here, dude. <laughs> I'll do better. We're on, a, we're, on a, we're on a train going off the tracks here. I can feel it. Honestly, it's gotta be hard to leave Boston in the fall when it's so nice looking, right? Yeah, I'd leave Boston just about any time of the year. Uh, who would do their best to make the Louisiana boys' holiday merry and bright? He lay his head against the bathroom door. You certain you're okay? Hey, can't a guy take a crap in peace around here? <laughs> I got a beef in it. Beef and cheddar, baby. Yeah, sure. I'm going to back to bed then. Come snuggle soon, all right? 
He didn't wait for Sean's reply. Instead, he scurried back into bed, craving sweet sleep to keep away all the things he didn't want to think about. As he pulled back the comforter, he breathed in the scent of sex. Ah, farts. <laughs> Sean had been wild. Demanding. Is that horseradish? <laughs> Rusty was chicken shit and he couldn't make himself deny it. <laughs> Damn. All right, Rusty. Not, this is a different vibe than the first page where these little angelic bayou boys were in the church singing along to Christmas carols. Hitting that sweet bass line. For the hundredth time, Sean leaned up and looked at the alarm clock. Three minutes since the last time he'd looked. After too many torturous hours trying to lay still while Rusty snored, Sean gave up on sleep. Untangling his legs from Rusty's, replaced his shoulders with a pillow so Rusty would have something to hold on to and slid from beneath the covers. Uh, are you Dang. a toucher at night? When you sleep at night, do you like, I don't like to. I don't, Myself. I don't, not yourself. You're, you know, <laughs> do you, are you a leg tangler? Do Where are we going your, with this? Do you find your legs tangled often? No, I, my, I sleep I need, like I'm in a coffin, dude. Me, I, sleep, I, need my, I need my space, dude. I sleep as narrow as possible with my arms crossed like this. <laughs> and when, when you wake up, you you hinge right at the waist. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm ready Straight to up. be mummified. Oh, my God. He creaks up at a 45 degree angle when he smells that Folgers in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Folgers I smell? I writhe. You writhe? You writhe? Um, you know, I do. That's why we do. We have a magic. We have a trick. It's uh, We have two blankets in the it's bed. It's called a king bed. It's a harness well, we have a king for bed. Austin. We have a king, yeah, I'm putting a harness like uh, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter at night. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I moan and I struggle, but it, you know, it's a good sleep. Uh, no, yeah, we do two blankets because I do like to writhe and roll around in the blankets and wrap myself up in it. It's It's been a great, it, it, it solved a lot of problems when we got the second blanket. And also, yeah, the king size bed. I'm a very temperamental sleeper. It's not good. Yeah. Wow. I don't like the two blankets because I do like the skin on skin contact. I don't want to touch any skin at night. I don't want to feel any, I want to feel like I'm in another room in my own bed. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the it's that's the best part of the king bed. You get so you there's so much space. It's like you you might as well just have two beds. Let me ask you a personal question, Austin. Mm, yeah. What's your uh, what are your love languages? My love languages? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard. What are the options? Well, uh, my love languages touch, are which my love languages, not. My love languages are cheeseburgers and <laughs> uh, foot long hot dogs, hot hot dogs, subway subs, milkshakes. <laughs> Right. Okay. What's my love language? You know, I, I that's feel, acts of service. No, physical touch is one of my love languages. It's just like not when just I'm asleep. Not when you're sleeping or a lot of the time when you're awake. That's no, when I'm awake, it's perfect. When we have a you know, a little cuddle before bed and then we oh. roll to our sides and then it's like perfect. Boom. Let's go to sleep. I don't want to I can't I can't I can't be I, I don't want my arm falling asleep at night. That's the worst. I need everything on its own. Now we're getting into we're getting too personal here. But All right. what, what are your love languages? What are the other options? I feel like I got a couple. Words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts. I like quality time. I like physical touch. And I like words of affirmation. Those are my three. You got a uh, DVD on that list? <laughs> DVD? <laughs> I like DVD. <laughs> I like TV time. <laughs> I believe that's quality time. <laughs> All the time with my TV. I like uh, Cyber Monday. Um, Do you have Cyber Monday? Do you have uh, coupon coupons? Cutting coupons. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I like all those things, but just at night when it's time for sleep, put me in my pod, send me off to space. I want to. I would if I could. If I had a like a sensory deprivation tank, that would be top of the line. Yeah. I'll get you a coffin for Christmas. How about that? I'll take it. Sensory deprivation tank. I'll take it. As long as I can writhe in there. There's room to writhe. I've started getting ads on my Instagram for a coffin. For, for it's like a, I guess it's a sensory deprivation tank, but it's also full of water. Oh, like Houdini. It's like, I guess you're in the womb. <laughs> you like, like, you want what that? Makes, what piece of information did they get that makes me think I can put this in my house, my apartment, rather? I think the Golden State Warriors use those. Damn, I've been thinking Ganesh is like needs to get on that Golden State Warrior lifestyle. <laughs> so that's like, uh, so that's what Instagram thinks that you need. It's the only thing Instagram shows me is T-shirts for fat dads. <laughs> I get a lot of that too. It's like, are you tired? Or you're everyone making fun of your gut. It's like, damn, I didn't know people were. Maybe behind my back. 
Wow. Yeah, there's like some there's some dad cut of t-shirt out there that's taken Instagram by storm. And all the guys who are spokesmen are just like the schlubbiest looking dad guys. What and is the like, cut? Is stretched it's like midsection looser, like a pouch for your belly. <laughs> it's like looser in the midsection, but I guess a little more cut at the top. So it looks like you have like a more tailored shoulder uh, sleeve, mm. but like it allows room for your big fat dad belly that I have. <laughs> that way it'll emphasize my breasts and uh, my stomach will be hidden. Yeah, very nice. What? That just doesn't seem like possible with fabric. Yeah, it's not. They all look like pieces of shit. That's the other thing. I look at these ads and these guys don't look that great. And then I go in the comments and it's all these wives being like, I, my husband loves these. And it's like, what the hell? Confidence. What's wrong with a normal? T- what's wrong with a normal T-shirt? These guys are getting their confidence back. The other half of the comments are like, just go to the gym, LOL. Which honestly is right. That's the right answer. <laughs> I can't deny that that is what I should be doing rather than trying to find the perfect magic cut of plain white t-shirt that makes me look a slightly less fat let's go i gotta go to the gym i'm getting married in two years i gotta hit the gym baby i'm not gonna be wearing i'm not gonna be wearing the dad cut brand of tuxedo at my own wedding i need to get the <laughs> i need to get the i just need to get my body in shape somehow cut down on some of those love languages hot dogs and circus peanuts or whatever i got going on <laughs> cowtails <laughs> I love like his cowtails. I like I like when my partner feeds me cowtails in bed. Yeah, it's fun dip. That's my uh... <laughs> babe. I'm going to the grocery store. I got to pick up some fun dip. I'm going on a dip run. You need anything? It's my love language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I meant to pick up some, uh, you know, broccoli and uh, you know cauliflower, but I just got three big bags of fun dip. So that's what we're eating. Dips up. Dig. Come on, baby. Dips up. <laughs> ah, well, that was a good personal ten minutes about my life. What mm-hmm. what else is going on in this book? Let's stop there. This guy's still taking a fat dump in the bathroom, or is he back hey, in he's bed? In bed, dude. All right, he can't good. sleep. So let's yeah, stop he got, there. He's got more beef and cheddars to unload. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So you got so there's conflict. He doesn't want to go to New Orleans because so he doesn't see his bigot family. That's what that's what is happening. This guy doesn't want to go face. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to go back to a city where my, you know, family disowned me. I hope they can figure it out because I want these boys back in the bayou ASAP if they can get there rolling around in the swamp. That's what I'm thinking about. All right, let's uh, let's jump ahead now to the next section of Jingle My Bells, Bayou Boys Book Four by Chris Cox. Stop recording. Ganesha's love language is the bidet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a refreshing spray from after. You go hose the hole. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to be okay? Do you need a break? Just give me like a second and I'll tell you. (laughs) Mind over matter. Push those rumbles away. (laughs) Wow. There he goes. You got any Pepto? Where's your Tums? You're a famous Tums man. I ate them all. Oh my God. This man's depraved. (laughs) Wow. Crushed my tums on Thanksgiving. You always got to have backup tums. You can't let it get that low. <laughs> Rummaging around in a drawer full of. I got a Laffy Taffy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me just push past the Laffy Taffies and the Mike and Ike so I can get to my tums. Some smarties. <laughs> what kind of life are you living there, dude? Oh, Tums. No, no, those aren't Tums. What's uh, sweet tarts? Acid. <laughs> Should do an episode on acid for Patreon. Ooh. Or it's just you on acid and me and Shane are trying to navigate through it. Ooh, that'd be tough. That doesn't sound fun. I think I need to take a shit. Oh, <laughs> I love it. God. What'd you have for dinner? Shit. I had a general sose. <laughs> oh, that'll get you. And some vegetable lo mein. Oh, that's a good combo. I gotta get out of here. 
right. Shit break. You can, uh, should we pause? Stop. You think it's going to be that? Is this going to be like a long pause? Yeah, we can stop. All right, let's stop. Okay. Damn. <laughs> wow. All right. We'll just pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> Damn, that must have been a satisfying fart if you literally thought you were about to <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was all air. I hope. What else you got in there? <laughs> Shit. It's all no, air. It, was, it was an airy fart. It didn't, didn't make a sound. <laughs> it was all air. It was like... <laughs> Were you just holding... Came out. That's good. Holding cheek yeah, open? <laughs> Pry it open? Man, oh man. All right, yeah, I got to overcome this. Who <laughs> was saying... The chat. <laughs> We're both saying that they... <laughs> their butt cheeks over when they fart. <laughs> I forgot about that. Most insane shit I ever heard. <laughs> it's cool. Cool. <laughs> so I was like, wow, that must work. So I went to the bathroom and I tried it. <laughs> it was the loudest noise. <laughs> Kayla was in the other room and she was like, are you okay? Oh I was God, like, killing I was like, I got bad, bad advice. <laughs> bad advice for my boys. That's hilarious to me that they hold their butts open. I couldn't imagine doing that. Because <laughs> they were trying to be like stealthy about it. But that don't even feel like, I mean, call me crazy, but I don't even feel like the fart noise generates from your butt cheeks. <laughs> it's not like it's smacking your cheeks. To That's what they both thought. <laughs> They hold it up because they think it's just a clean out of their yeah. buttholes. Oh, that's fucking funny. My God. Yeah, I forgot about that conversation. I remember being like, you guys are aliens holding your fucking buttholes open at the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> My God, I'm like off. I'm, I'm, this hurts. I'm laughing really hard. Ugh. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, that's good stuff. I forgot about that. All right, Ganesh, you ready? Tum Tum's all better? Not really, but let's just go. I can't go to the bathroom now. All right. After all that. All yeah, right, let's can. go. Yeah. How many? What's how many? We got two more sections. Three. This is fifty, then seventy-five, then done. Oh. All right. <laughs> I can't hold it that long. <laughs> yeah, you can. You got it. You'll be no, fine. No, I'm going. I'm what? going. Oh, oh, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, awful. Oh, <laughs> he's not even going up here. There's a bathroom right next door. It's going to be so loud. He's afraid it's going like, to pick up on the mics. No, I think he went downstairs. Yeah, I know. That's why. Did he, did he not go upstairs because he thought we'd hear it? Yeah, probably. Oh, what if we God. can still hear it? <laughs> From downstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. starts rumbling. Damn, Ganesh. Watch him be gone for like 15 minutes. Oh, how'd it go, Ganesh? I'm... Back, very good, very very good. Y'all emptied out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. right. Sorry. All right, we're back, and we got more of Jingle My Bells for you, the Bayou Boys, Book Four by Chris Cox. Chapter seven. Oh, yeah, chapter seven. Nice, nice and slow. We're they're like halfway through. We're only at chapter seven. I love it. Through the foggy steam left by the shower, Rusty looked at Sean, then at himself in the clouded bathroom mirror. How many times have we shared this mirror? How many times have we snuck around and showered together when my parents weren't home? Sean gave him a puzzled grin with something feral underneath it. We didn't sneak around today. We didn't make an announcement that we'd be sharing a shower or anything, but we didn't sneak. No, no, we didn't. We never will again. Sharing the shower at mom and dad's house? I mean, ooh. You know, do what you want to do, but I would, I mean, I wouldn't do that even now. You wouldn't do a little uh, mirror time, a little double mirror time? Feels, I don't know. I have, I feels, my parents' house still feels like when I go there, I feel like I'm like a kid. Yeah. Do you have that feeling ever? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't want to show up and be like Mr. Adult. I'm going to go take a <laughs> shower with my fiance upstairs. Just don't <laughs> mind us. Mom and dad, don't, uh, you know, stay down here. No. When I go home, I revert into a 15-year-old boy. And I get embarrassed doing anything. <laughs> it's healthy. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's good to have some shame, I feel. 
keeps me honest. Keeps me young. The angry challenge went away, leaving Sean's eyes clear. He picked up Rusty's hand and kissed the ring on his finger. The ring meant commitment and legal marriage in just a few short months. But congrats damn, to the damn, uh, happy couple. Proposed in the shower. Will you do me this honor? <laughs> the shower's just right in his eyes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can't see you, but I love you. When I moved in, did you ever think we'd end up like this? Well, I wasn't thinking much about anything but keeping you safe. Me neither. Sean rubbed his hand along Rusty's bristly cheek. You did. Your parents, your brothers, your sister, they all kept me safe from my dad and from the thoughts in my head. Sean drew a heart in the mirror fog, adding his plus Rusty's initials equals home. That's, that's a, a big heart. That's a big heart. That's big. Yeah. That's a big mirror, my friend. So he had to just watch him like form every letter. That's he's like, you almost done. Okay. Got the initials out. He was like, nice. And then he was like, all right, now I'm going to add this other word. That's like 20 seconds of watching mirror play right there. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a little overkill. Family, before your folks took me in, I never knew it could be this good. When Sean moved in around uh, during his sophomore year in high school, his parents had put Sean in his own room by himself, but they had still shared this bathroom just discreetly. But then came college, at least for Sean. Rusty had gone right to work after high school graduation. The student loans Sean had racked up to afford a ratty off-campus apartment with Rusty were worth it to have a place of their own, even if their place was only 20 minutes from here. Those few months moving back home temporarily while Sean job hunted had been a financial godsend. This place had still felt like home then. But now, you okay? Sean pushed a piece of hair into place before his gel set. No, I'm not okay. There's no Duncan around here. There's no Duncan in New Orleans. We have Duncan in Boston. I need my wicked Duncan. <laughs> We're in the Crescent City, boy. You go to Cafe Dumas. We beignets. I want Duncan. I'm sorry. Did I hear that he's moving his hair around before his gel sets in? Yes. Ugh. Especially in Nolene's. Shit's going to be leaking down your forehead once you hit that hot sun. What kind of product you fellas working with? Well, right now, none. I use dry shampoo. The secret to my do is the dry shampoo. You wash your hair, let it dry, then you dry shampoo it, and it's like, well, you can style it, but it looks like not, it's not like, I, the worst stuff about hair gels, it makes your hair look like shiny and hard. Who do that poo, that poo do? I <laughs> do. I do do that poo do. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it just, it kind of gives you a natural way to shape your hair. Looks normal. Kind of doesn't look like you tried too hard, which is my whole vibe. Like Jimmy Fallon. You know, people have been saying I'm kind of like a Jimmy Fallon, but with a dad's uh, upper torso that needs a special T-shirt. <laughs> I've said it before. You're like a nicer James Corden, dude. Ugh. And even a, even a nicer James Corden is not really a compliment. Ganesh, what do you do? You said you use gels. I use a moisturizer. Pons. And I have one raw egg and some mayonnaise. <laughs> A raw egg. <laughs> What's the sea salt do for you? Give you a little the texture. Sea salt spray? Yeah. Yeah, it's a little texture. I use a uh, natural curler to give me some waves. Oh, my good Lord. Like Annie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think Annie, the orphan, the orphan Annie. That's my a... whole look, dude. Yeah. Last time I saw you, I was like, damn, is that orphan Annie? Oh, no. That's Ganesh. You look good. Uh, Shane, what do you do? You got long locks these days. What do you put in there? Oh, a hat. Um, oh yeah looks it works for you i don't know i have some stuff i have like this nice stuff that smells good and then i have this other nice stuff that smells like the ocean oh so good and ocean are the two scents we're working with mm -hmm. all right it looks it works for you we're all everybody's got nice hair these days it's probably our best collective hair group as we've you ever think so together with the long all right yeah it works for you it works for you. Those photos from the wedding we went to, we all look uh, A1, I think. Good hair. Yeah. yeah. Bodies could use some work. Uh, shoulders on up, looking great. So, yeah, if you just crop that to just shoulders up, we look terrific. Hey, it's just a pandemic fit. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't much fitting. Uh, what happened in this book? Oh, yeah. We still in the bathroom. This guy's still writing stuff on the mirror. Yeah, love. I love you. Beside him, Rusty shaved for the second time that day. Damn. Okay. The towel hanging low wow. on Sean's hips tempted him. Just one pull. Ooh. See that those buns. You know what I'm saying? Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. When they still lived here in this house with his parents, Rusty might have done it. Might have given that towel a yank and then dared Sean to make a sound as he blew his baby. 
I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? What was that last sentence? Blue, uh, oh, might have no. given the towel a yank, then dared Sean to make a sound as he blew his baby. Blew his baby? This has expanded our vocabulary in such a good way. <laughs> I don't even know if this goes to sentence heaven or jail. It's both. It's a dual sentence. Go to jail, but then you go to heaven. After. But they didn't live here anymore. That they were just visiting was evident in every inch of this house, starting with the pull-out futon in his mom's craft room that used to be his bedroom. Shit. They never wrapped themselves up in towels after a shower before. Never felt the need to cover up. Sean was shy, but not in front of Rusty. Full nude. Modesty. We air dry. And modesty <laughs> wasn't a word that had ever really applied to Rusty. But now, in this house, it was just so damn different. Oh, I'm fine. Rusty had been so insistent that Sean come back to this place he dreaded. How could Rusty admit this wasn't the perfect homecoming he thought it would be? Because you gotta wear towels after the shower? This is why it's bad? Yeah, that's the worst. You're on vacation, bro. You got to make some, you know, everything can't be the same. You know how you build stuff up in your head and reality doesn't match it? Yeah, I know. Your mom said she'd make another batch of cookies tomorrow and we can decorate them. Not the same. Can I be naked? Can I take off my towel over that? No, (laughs) not in New Orleans. That's Boston behavior. Could he sound any more (laughs) churlish? Still, he had always been the one to write every family member's name on a gingerbread boy or girl. That his sister had done it this year and called it a chore had made his stomach hurt. Ugh, bitch. And she hadn't even done anything but write the name. Dear my dear sister, you are giving me the beef and cheddar. (laughs) (laughs) My tummy is rumbling, sister, because of your behavior on this holiday eve. Sister, I do believe I owe you four ninety nine because you just gave me one big beef and cheddar. <laughs> hey, that's how it goes in the don't know, yeah, don't know how that croissant city uh, that term worked into. No, that's that's how it that's that's officially what we call a big dump on this show now. All right, hell, put it, just put took it a, on a t shirt. Just took a beef and cheddar during the break. Ain't no shame in it. <laughs> I tried not to. I tried not to. You can't stop the beef and cheddar. Once that, once the order's up, it's coming. <laughs> I'll stop there. Uh, okay. Man, oh man. All right. Well, they're having some trouble adjusting to uh, New Orleans. Um, but hey, you know, maybe things will turn up. Sounds like I think they're going to have a good holiday. That's my guess. I think there's going to be a happy ending. Yeah, I think they're going to learn a lesson or two. Like home is where... Home is where you drop a big old beef and cheddar. That's the lesson I take with me. <laughs> oh, the toilet paper at my parents' house. Do you? I don't. I don't like it. Oh, me neither. It's too soft. Yeah. I got, You know, it took me damn near 33 years to figure out the best toilet paper for my butt. And I found... Ultra I found, strong. I found... Yeah, I like it. I like industrial. <laughs> like, it seems like it's for... Uh, like... <laughs> Nuclear like waste cleanup like or the, something. The closest thing to a paper towel that is that doesn't I, have like I the agree. the rough texture to it. Oh I agree with you. I need something heavy duty for some heavy duty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't have any of this quilted bullshit. It's like I'm wiping my butt with a pillowcase at my, my my parents' house. No way. Not me. I get it. I think when you get older, you probably I need a softer touch. That's who it's for, right? What brand are you talking about? <laughs> Charmin Ultra Soft. Is I think that's what how your parents, parents use. use. Yeah, and we use um, <laughs> what's it? The sandpaper. Sandpaper you get at Home Depot. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I need something firm. Anyway, that's uh, that's you know what I figured. I just realized that's my love language. You need hard a toilet paper. You need a Mister Clean's magic eraser. <laughs> I go and buy six Brillo pads at the bodega. Some steel wool. Yeah, that really. <laughs> yeah. Get the yeah, that's right. hard parts off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's enough of that for everyone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Anyway, back to the Christmas spirit. We're jumping ahead to the next uh, section of Jingle My Bells. Bayou Boys, book four by Chris Cox. God bless you. I was talking to my aunt and uncle at Thanksgiving and they were like, oh, I got to, everybody's like, you still doing your podcast? I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, I need to listen. It'd be funny if they tune into this one where I'm talking about like fucking wiping my butt with Brillo pads and dropping beef and cheddars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. Oh, I need to listen. 
They never will. Don't worry. Oh, it's so sweepy after my poop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> He's all tuckered out. Oh my god. I feel that though. I've had days like that. Mama said there'd be days like this where you take a big old tiring dump and you got to cut your podcast short. <laughs> Podcasters lament. <laughs> uh, all right, we can go. All right, we're back and we're reading Jingle My Bells, book four in the Bayou Boys series by Chris Cox. Ganesh, what do you got here for us? Sean put his hand on Rusty's chin and turned him to look into his eyes. I'm okay, and I'm getting more okay all the time. How we are is going to change. That's what happens in relationships, especially when we work on them as hard as you and I have been working on ours. Mm, okay. But ours is going to keep getting stronger, just like I'm getting stronger. Damn. We both want that, right? He's lifting weights, getting swole. Rusty nodded, but had to add, you're the strongest man I know. <laughs> Pick me up. Toss me around. The strength I've learned to have is because I know you've always got my back. I know when I'm tired, you carry me. When I'm spinning, you anchor me. When I go beyond my comfort zone, you're there to hold me and keep me safe. Damn, these people really love each other. This book is just like a big confession of love. Do we it's ever beautiful. get this? Nah, we always get it. Some, nah, some some dirty cop, a uh, dirty yeah. cop uh, falling in love with a old, like a, a former journalist coming back to yeah. her hometown. That's right. From New York City. She comes back, doesn't want to be an old rinky dinky Nebraska again, but this cop's going to make sweet love to her until she stays for the rest of her life. She wants a lawman to, and he wants, she wants him to enforce the law. It's always some mm-hmm. sick, fucked up thing. This is a lovely book about. They're two always talking about people. their jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. You ever see a, a hot cop in a nice pair of jeans? You might change your tune. Remember that hot Indian cop you saw, Ganesh? Yeah. What about? Imagine him? him in a imagine him in a nice tight pair of Levi's, hugging the curves. All right, I have. Yeah, I, I did can, it. I can. I can see. The, I can see the look <laughs> on your face. It's that's your new love language. Talk about beef and cheddar. When I go beyond my comfort zone, you're there to hold me and keep me safe. I want to give to you, Rusty. I want to bring something to us, too. Rusty framed Sean's face with both his hands. You do, baby. You do. Yeah. What? Oh, my God. Wow. Huh? I'm going to need a new pair of headphones after that. You bring me joy in that crooked, shy smile of yours. And in the way you go after life, you're always reaching for more. I get complacent, lazy even, but you... You're all energy and exploring the world and seeing what's out there. Keeping up with you, having your back, makes me step out of my comfort zone and grow. My world is so much bigger and richer and fuller because of you. I'm a much better man because of you. He's writing this on the mirror and the phone. <laughs> They're still in there. Yeah, love's great and all, but man. Yeah, give it a rest, all right? What is this, a book? Uh, seriously. <laughs> I mean, come on. Change the record, buddy. We get it. The intensity in Sean's eyes made him swallow hard. Such deep, raw emotion. This was the uncomfortable he was talking about. And Sean? Yeah? Your cock fills my ass better than any. I was waiting for it. I was like, damn, this book's really pleasant. He let the sentence drift. Timing was everything. At Sean's lifted brow, he continued. Duto, go on. Better than what? Better than what? Better than anyone else's I can imagine. <laughs> as he had hoped. Yeah, you can as imagine. As he had known it would. His remark dialed back the emo in Sean's eyes. Yes, they balanced well. Sean's hand dropped to Rusty's crotch. You just keep that imagination in your pants and we'll do just fine. I promise. My, my, my. Well, we learned a lot about these two. Sean squeezed enough to really let Rusty feel it and make him want to squirm. He didn't, but he really wanted to. Sure it said squirm? He's... <laughs> Sorry. What's that? what's Rusty doing there? Just flapping his arms, legs, and just going, "Why I oughta?" Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's running in place. His legs are a circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Forever. Sean punctuated his promise with a kiss that turned into a tonsil probe, which suited Rusty just fine. I love it when you just jam your tongue around my gums. As soon as Sean pulled open the door. <laughs> The scent of ginger and cinnamon rushed out at him. Rusty, Sean, is that you? Mom Duquesne stuck her head out of the kitchen doorway and yelled into the front room. Yes, ma'am, it's us. Sean answered like he's... Yes, ma'am, it's us making out in here. Like he'd done a thousand (laughs) times before. This time it felt damned good. So welcoming, so accepting, like never before. Perception was everything. Rusty pulled the door tight behind him. 
Nothing like high school memories to make you feel like a kid again, huh? His father didn't bother to look up from his newspaper to add, You're still a kid. Wait until you're my age. Sean had never really understood what that meant exactly, but it sounded ominous. Everything go okay? Mama Decane came into the front room, wiping her hands <laughs> on a kitchen towel. Come on, give give Mama a big uh, Nolan's treatment. <laughs> I've never heard, you know, me and Shane do this uh, for all the voices Ganesh does. Me and Shane do this like every episode. And Ganesh, I feel like you've never gotten into the spirit. It's, I, listen, I'm not going to do I'm not going to do it because I, it feels <laughs> not going to. It feels offensive when I do it, I think. To who? Oh, to white, who? I don't know. To freaking. To white to, Southern people? To freaking Boy. big babies? Yeah, maybe. Ooh. They got big babies down there? Uh, <laughs> Blowing that big baby. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, All right, fine. Oh, they got Don't big do babies down there, man. The biggest. Yeah, babies with little crowns. What's that thing? New Orleans loves that shit. Little babies with crowns yeah. on their heads. Like New Year's baby. Yeah. That's like their mascot for the Yeah, Pelicans. they love that big freaking fucking baby with a stupid crown on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Get worked up. All right, that's fine. Leave the accents to me and Shane in this one. Just even like maybe if you want to surprise us for Christmas. Ooh, a little Christmas, a Christmas gift. I want to pull out a stocking stuffer of Ganesh doing a, a New Orleans accent. Now come on in there and eat your cookies, my bayou boys. Come on, come on, boy. Come on, bayou boy. Come on, boy. <laughs> that's that's, that's the mom. Ba- yeah, bayou boy. Give me the yeah, one bed, yeah, you for supper. <laughs> Get yourself some jambalaya, boy. All right, let's stop that. <laughs> Just get out of control. No, it's getting in control. This is what the people want. We're stopping there. All right. Cool. Got some cock talk. Got a little <laughs> minute with mom. <laughs> and one big squeeze. <laughs> one firm squeeze. Whew. Boy, oh boy. This is turning into a real New Orleans love affair. I'm ready to visit. Okay. That's great. This is the next section is the last section, right? We're almost mm-hmm. done here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's wrap this sucker up, huh? Let's get out of here. Let's jump to the last page of Jingle My Bells, book four in the Bayou Boys series by Chris Cox. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, we're back. This is the end. This is the last page. Jingle My Bells, book four in the Bayou's Boy book series. <laughs> book four. We got to read the first three. Uh, someday. By Chris Cox. Okay, this is it. Let's go. The end. Wrap it up. Excuse me? Wrap it up. But in a fun, long, in a way that we enjoy and takes a long time. (laughs) All right. Chapter 12. Rusty stood at the door to their apartment. Thank God they were finally there. Between the late night no breakfast and the Benadryl Rusty had stuffed down Sean's throat, they made it through the plane ride with only back in Boston. The puking at the end after they landed. That's the customary greeting when you land in Boston is to puke. Oh, yeah. We're back, baby. I salute you. He jostled a sleepy Sean who was leaning drowsily on him as he searched his pocket for keys. Hey, you, he said as he balanced Sean between his shoulder and the wall. Sean blinked heavy eyes. Hey, you back. Rusty stuck his key into the lock, pushed open the door and shoved their bags through with his foot so he didn't have to let go of Sean. Sean pushed himself off the wall. Did you have a good time? Rusty's emotions flashed through a hundred gyrations. Overall, good things happened. Sean squeezed his hand. Yeah, they did. You know what I want to do? What's that? Strip you, then strip me. Then we're going to walk naked around our apartment while I fix you something with a lot of caffeine in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just because we can. Just because we're home. Yeah, I got got some wicked Dunkin' Pods I can throw in the curate. I'm all loaded up on K-Cups, baby. Sean blinked, trying to clear the sleep from his eyes as he stumbled through the door behind Rusty, closing up firmly behind them. Then what? Take a long, hot, warm, soupy Christmas shower with you. No sister to pound on the door. No guests waiting downstairs. Just you and me, naked as the day we were born. That sounds wonderful. Sean jiggled the knob to make sure they were safely locked in. And then? Then we're going to fall onto our big, soft, sturdy bed. And then... Then I'm going to make your Christmas very, very merry. Code unbuttoned and thrown across the couch. Sean started on his shirt buttons. God rest ye merry gentlemen. 
<laughs> oh man. Who said anything about rest? <laughs> Baby, I'm gonna jingle your bells. Hey now. Oh hell Here yeah. We go. Finally. Freeze frame? Credits roll. Oh. Can we get a freeze frame? Or is this leading into a very explicit sex? Dropping to his knees, Rusty started on Sean's jean zipper. <laughs> All right, guess 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 option two. Looking up, he said, <laughs> "And Sean, hmm." Kenisha's just musing right now. He's just winging this part. Yeah, this isn't even in <laughs> it here. It was a free, it was a freeze frame. <laughs> that look in his eyes said the Benadryl was burning all fast. Visiting is good, but it's even better to be home. Home. Rusty meant that with every nuance of the word. This is my home. Our home. Our home. Now get those jingle bells out. The end. Give them a tickle. Hey, happy Christmas. Everybody had a good time. Honestly, it sounded like it was a pretty good visit. I didn't really hear much strife. Yeah, they love each other. They had a safe flight. Big fan of taking showers together. Hope they got two shower heads in there. Nothing worse than one person standing in the cold. Yeah, I don't uh but hey. I'm not a I'm not a shower with someone else kind of person. Nah, it's you know. Well, I'm gonna wipe my butt in front of Yeah, it's right clean my butt. There's nothing good looking about that. Nothing yeah, attractive you gotta about be like, me hey, cleaning <laughs> me. Close your eyes close your eyes for a second. Well, well even the sound jam this thing in my butt. The sound yeah, it's it's loud. <laughs> it's it's a yeah, it's a it's loud? What do you yeah. use? Oh, it, Get yeah, the, freaking, freaking uh, it's, it's so much, it's, it, you seen my butt? It's a big, <laughs> it's a big butt. A lot of, lot to clean down there. He blows, he blows a little French horn while he does it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's more about the cavernous space uh-huh. in between that's causing the echoes. Yep. And, yeah, I, I get you. I'm with you. All right. Yeah. Well, enough about us. That sounded like a nice Christmas book, and we don't need to ruin it with our more conversations about how we clean our butts. All right. That's the second time this episode. <laughs> this episode, by the way, brought to you by Arby's. Thanks, Arby's, for this <laughs> beef and cheddar. Go to your local Arby's and get yourself a beef and cheddar. Four ninety nine. Ex- Treat you extra well. Extra horsey sauce. Yeah, boy oh boy. <laughs> hey, a good way to kick off the Christmas season, I'd say. Uh, little <laughs> Bayou Boys book. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we lost Ganesh. Um. Yeah. Well, there's more where that came from. We got uh, presumably a couple more episodes during Christmas time. We'll have more holiday themed books for you. Maybe we'll come up with something a little. I don't know. Off the classic? We could do a classic. No, we could do it. We should do a classic. We should do maybe We've something. We've already little... done the classics. We did Christmas story. We did we the did Bible. Christ- That's it. Yeah. What's another like classic Christmas book? We did a Christmas Carol, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas what's Carol. another? What's, what other Christmas books are there out there? Uh, script of Love Actually. Honestly, there might be a book version. I bet I've, you. I've checked. It. There is not. We could read the script. I'm fine with it. We'll figure it out. There's, we'll just stick around, right? Keep tuning in. We'll have more for you. Um, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork, Morris Reese for our music. Uh, you can find us at letstopthere.com. Find us on social media. Uh, give us a phone call, 567-309-0357. If you leave us a voicemail, we will play it on the show and respond in kind. That's all of it. That's all I got to say, right? The end feels shorter than usual. Ganesh hasn't given me the wrap it up sign yet, so I'm going to keep talking until he does. Um, go to your local Arby's, get yourself a beef and cheddar. Tip your waiter. Tip your waiters. We'll be here all week. All right. That's the end of the podcast. We'll catch you next time on Let's Stop There. Bye-bye.